Welcome to Big Time Basketball, the basketball segment of the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. I'm your host once again, James, and I'm back with Nate and Mete. What's up, boys? What's up? How's it going? All right. In today's episode, we'll do some recaps for the Sunday games in the NBA. Uh, we'll also take a, take a look at some of Monday's finished games, as well as some of the scores still going on. Uh, while we're recording, and then we'll head over to pickups for fantasy basketball for the week. And then we'll take a look at Tuesday's game slate, sort of preview those games and project out our winners. So yeah, let's just get started. Uh, We'll start with the Sunday games. Uh, We'll start with the afternoon game. It was the Brooklyn Nets against the Toronto Raptors. Brooklyn winning 116 to 103. Just looking at the stats here, Kevin Durant led the Nets with 31 points. Fred Van Vliet at 21 for the Raptors. Uh, Then Blake Griffin led the Nets with 11 rebounds, while Precious Achua had eight for the Raptors. Uh, James Harden, eight assists to lead the Nets, and Fred Van Vliet also had eight to lead the Raptors. Um, Nate, I'll just start with you. Um, First, talk about uh, Brooklyn in this game, and then just uh, talk a little bit about the Raptors as well. Yeah, so I guess um, Brooklyn, they made a really good job adjusting in the second half. Um, Raptors were leading, but um, Brooklyn was able to, I guess, get hot in both the third and the fourth. their three-point shooting, I guess, from basically the entire team was really good. That's kind of what, I guess, kind of sealed um, the fate for what was going to happen. Um, I guess Kevin Durant and James Harden, two really good um, overall players. So team's really hard to stop if everybody is has a, has a really good shooting night. So I guess for the Raptors' end, um, the, the offense was kind of, um, what concerned me a little bit, I guess, in the third, they didn't really score too much. They tried to keep up in the fourth, but it's really hard to keep up with a team like the Nets if you're not having a good shooting night. Um, I feel like the um, kind of the way the offense is kind of a plan needs to improve a little bit. Uh, not a, not enough um, ball movement, not enough screens. Too many guys trying to slash the paint, so yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely, um, especially in the fourth quarter, James Harden finally got he got going there with his points. Um, yeah, this Brooklyn team just played really solid overall. Um, Mete, I'll get to you now. I guess talk a bit about Brooklyn and then a bit on the Raptors. Yeah, so I was able to catch the first half and then second half I had to go somewhere. So, yeah, I don't know what uh, fully happened in the second half, but it looks like that's when everything turned. Like Nate said, Brooklyn, they've got Harden and Durant, two of the best players in the league. So, yeah, it's always tough uh, going against them. Uh, yeah, for the Raptors, it looked like they were doing really well in the first half. Uh, third quarter is just a completely different story. But uh, still, it's a decent game for them as, like I said, the Nets, you've got two of the best players in the league, uh, one of the harder teams to face off against. So, yeah, uh, Durant, I think, was giving a lot of praise to Barnes as well after the game. So, yeah, Scotty's looking great. Five steals this game. He was uh, disrupting Harden and Durant all night playing great defense. So, yeah, Raptors, uh, 
bright future, Siakam's first game back, I think uh, the Raptors will be fine. Yeah, for sure. I mean, of course, he didn't play, you know, his normal over 30 minutes or whatever. But yeah, um, for 25 minutes, he was solid, uh, 15, 4 and 1. Obviously, you talked about Barnes. He was really solid as well. So yeah, I think the Raptors, they're on the right track. They just got to sort of stay the course, keep playing good defense. And I guess the offense will uh, pick up for them. Um, let's move to the next game. Cleveland Cavaliers being the New York Knicks, 126-2109. Uh, looking at the sc- top scores here, um, Ricky Rubio, 37 points to lead the Cavs. Uh, Julius Randle had 19 to lead the Knicks. And then in terms of rebounds, 17 rebounds for Jared Allen to lead the Cavs. And uh, Mitchell Robinson had seven to lead the Knicks. Uh, Ricky Rubio, uh, 10 assists to lead the Cavaliers, while Julius Randle had seven to lead the Knicks. Um, Mete, I'll start with you this time. I guess, what are your thoughts on this Cavs team? Yeah, the Cavaliers, they've been really impressive. Uh, Really tough for them. They lose Colin Sexton for a long time, as today it's been reported that uh, he tore his meniscus. So that's really tough on them. They're off to a great start, 7-4 and right now. And they've been rebuilding for a while, so... Yeah, that's that really sucks for them. It looks like this could be the year that they can finally get back into the playoffs and then Sexton gets hurt. But then uh, specifically for this game, uh, Evan Mobley, he had a great game. Like you said, Rubio, he led them in scoring. He uh, scored eight threes in this game. I mean, yeah, uh, Ricky Rubio, he's not known for shooting the three ball, but eight of nine uh he had a great game so looks like he's been really working on that shot yeah i've been really impressed with the cavaliers i got to see them on friday against the raptors and they made a crazy comeback in the fourth quarter i thought the raptors had that game for sure but yeah really impressive for the cavaliers they also don't have uh laurie markinen right now they've been playing three bigs in their starting five with markinen mobley and allen so that's kind of an interesting lineup. And yeah, I feel like uh, they're pretty good this year. So they might have a shot to get like the eighth seed, but I feel like they'll miss the playoffs by like a couple of games at the end of the year. Yeah, it honestly just depends on who's in the hunt there near the end, uh, injuries for teams and so on. But yeah, I definitely agree with you. The Cavs are looking good. Um, Nate, I'll get to you on the Knicks, I guess. Uh, what does this loss do for you, I guess, in your opinion, for the Knicks? Um, I guess, in a way, it's kind of concerning, considering they're supposed to be one of the better teams in the league. But um, I think the Cavs are a pretty good up-and-coming team. They're, I think they're one of the teams that they're probably going to make some upsets you wouldn't expect. So at the same time, this could just kind of um, just be a game where they didn't really play to their full potential. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, this Cavs team's looking uh, really good. Uh, this Knicks team, I mean, they're a good team, but obviously they're not going to win every night. So I definitely agree with you. Uh, let's get to the next game here. This is a surprising game, actually. The Orlando Magic beating the Utah Jazz 107-100. to um, Taking a look at the leaders here, uh, Cole Anthony, 33 points to lead the Magic. Uh, really solid. Donovan Mitchell, 21 to lead the Jazz. And then for rebounds, um, both Rudy Gobert and Wendell Carter at 15 to lead their respective teams. 
And then in terms of assists, Donovan Mitchell, seven to lead the Jazz, while Wendell Carter had six to lead Orlando. Um, I guess, Nate, I'll get to you first. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on Orlando surprisingly getting the win here? Um, I think it's uh, really impressive, especially considering Orlando was one of the, I guess, they're still kind of considered one of the bottom teams um, in the league right now. But um, I think this is still, still a really impressive win. Yeah, for sure. It has to be impressive. Definitely really solid for this team. Um, Mete, I'll get to you on the Jazz now. Um, it's one of these outings, I guess, they just want to forget. But I guess, what are your thoughts on this Jazz team? Yeah, it's definitely an outing they want to forget. And my thoughts on the team is they're still one of the top teams in the West. It's only one game. I know that Orlando, they're not the greatest team, but hey, they're uh, professional players for a reason. So yeah, if you're not on your game that night, even though the Magic, they might be the worst team, uh, they're definitely going to capitalize on that. And that's what happened. So yeah, the Jazz... I still really like them. I think they're a great team. It's just uh, it was an off night for them. So it's one to forget, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this Jazz team, they've been good all year. So I think we can forget about this one. Um, I guess speaking of a team that was supposed to be good this year, the Milwaukee Bucks, injuries have really caught up to them. They dropped another one, 101 to 94. The Wizards beat them. Just looking at the box score here, Bradley Beal leads the Wizards with 30 points. Yanis uh, Antetokounmpo has 29 to lead the Bucs. He also adds 18 rebounds to lead the Bucs. And then Kyle Kuzma adds 10 to lead the Wizards. And then Yanis uh, also adds five assists to lead his team, while Bradley Beal had eight to lead the Wizards. Uh, Mete, I'll get to you first. I guess, what are your thoughts on this Washington team? They're playing really well. Yeah, I'm really impressed with uh, the Wizards. They're off to a great start, seven and three. And like I said on the last episode, I think they lost a superstar, but they got more depth. So, yeah, they're looking more like a team. They're looking great. And I'm really impressed with Kuzma. Uh, his rebounding this season has been amazing. Uh, he's always in double digits, it seems like, so far. So, yeah, he was a player who... Uh, he was getting a lot of hate in Los Angeles. Uh, he wasn't playing to the standards of the Lakers. So, yeah, I'm happy for him. He's having a solid season so far. Yeah, for sure. This Wizards team's looking great. A lot of good new additions to this team. Like you said, a lot more depth this year than it is really solid and working out for them. But, uh, Nate, I'll get to you on the Bucs. Um, I know you've talked about their injuries and stuff, but I guess – what are your thoughts on this team? I guess, where do they go from here? I guess um, a good sign, I guess, from the Bucks is that they have um, guys who are stepping up. Um, Grayson Allen, he's really stepped up. He's been having a really good season. Um, Bobby Portis, he's been pretty solid. He was solid last year as well. Um, Drew Holiday's back, so that's good. I guess the only thing that they're waiting for is for Chris Middleton to come back. When that happens, they'll probably be able to compete with any team in the league. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is a championship-level team once again. They just need to get healthy, and then they'll definitely be competing for sure. Uh, getting to the next game here, Indiana Pacers beating the Sacramento Kings 94-91. to Um, Taking a look at the box score here, 
Uh, Karis LeVert leads the Pacers with 22 points. Harrison Barnes also adds 22 to lead the Kings. Uh, Miles Turner had 15 rebounds to lead the Pacers, while Rashawn Holmes had nine to lead Sacramento. Then uh, TJ McConnell had four assists to lead the Pacers, while uh, Davion Mitchell had six to lead the Kings. Um, I'll start with you, Nate. I guess talk a little bit about this Pacers team. Um, I guess this Pacers team, um, they're kind of uh, a team that's I felt I feel like last year they were a lot better than this year. Uh, I think um, letting go of guys like Doug McDermott um, didn't really pan out for them. So I guess it's just kind of um, a year where they try to see where they can improve. Yeah, for sure. They're a little bit mediocre, below mediocre right now. So they definitely have to improve a little bit. Um, Mette, I'll get to you on the Kings. Uh, we've been talking about them. They're, they've been pretty much 500 every week. We've been talking about them. I guess any other thoughts on this Kings team? Yeah, like you guys were saying for the Pacers, uh, I think the Kings are another mediocre team. Uh, yeah, like you said, they're usually around like 500. So... Yeah, it's kind of tough for them. Uh, I feel like uh, they're kind of rebuilding, but at the same time, they're trying to compete and make the playoffs since they haven't been in the playoffs for like a decade, maybe a bit longer than that now. So, yeah, they're in a tough spot. I know it's frustrating for their, for them and their fans uh, not being able to make the playoffs for so long. So, yeah, I think they're a solid team. It's just uh, they're in the Western Conference. I think in the Eastern, they could definitely make the playoffs. But since they're not, uh, they got the hard road ahead of them. And, yeah, I think they're a solid team. So they should just uh, keep trying. They've got a young team. So I think they could do it, uh, make the playoffs in a, at least or maximum uh, two years. Yeah, I mean, they are sitting in the eighth seed right now. Who knows how long they'll stay there. But yeah, I definitely agree with you. They're a young team. They definitely got to keep improving for sure. And then uh, getting to the next game, the OKC Thunder beating the San Antonio Spurs 99-94. to uh, Keldon Johnson leads the Spurs with 22 points. Uh, Mike Muscala had 20 to lead the Thunder. Then uh, Drew Eubanks had uh, 11 rebounds to lead the Spurs, while Darius Baisley had uh, 11 to lead the Thunder. Uh, DeJounte Murray, nine assists to lead the Spurs, while Shaul Gilgis-Alexander had nine to lead OKC. Um, I guess, Mette, I'll get to you first on OKC. I guess, what are your thoughts overall on this team and this win? Yeah, they're just a young team who's uh, trying to improve every game, it feels like. Uh, yeah, they've got a lot of draft picks in the upcoming years, so I feel like the, they'll start tanking soon, but for now, They've won a couple games, and I actually really like uh, Josh Giddy. I know he doesn't put up, like, the craziest numbers points-wise, but rebounds and assists, he's always uh, he's always got more than four. So, yeah, I feel like he's a complete player who could do pretty much everything that's asked of him. Yeah, maybe in the soon future we might see a triple-double out of him, you know, if he can get his full game together. Um, definitely a lot of good young players for this OKC squad. And then just moving over to the Spurs, Nate, I'll get to you. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? I guess they're kind of in the same boat as OKC. Um, it looks like they're still rebuilding right now, trying to 
um, see what kind of lineups uh, work, and they're just trying to, I guess, develop the talent. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Keldon Johnson's looking great. Um, just looking at some of the other players, uh, Drew Eubanks, uh, really solid double-double in this game for him. You know, slowly bringing along each player, Lonnie Walker, 15 points for him in this game. I mean, uh, slowly and slowly, um, this team's going to get good. Just got to give them a little bit of time. And then moving on to the next game, Golden State Warriors beating the Houston Rockets 120-107. Looking at the stats here, it looks like Jordan Poole led the Warriors with 25 points. Jay Sean Tate had 21 to lead the Rockets. Uh, He also had 10 rebounds to lead the Rockets as well. Um, And then Otto Porter had nine to lead the Warriors. And then Kevin Porter had seven assists for the Rockets. And Draymond Green had nine to lead um, Golden State. Um, Nate, I guess getting two on the Warriors, this team's pretty much a wagon at this point. They keep winning. Yeah, it looks like um, they're on fire right now. Um, A lot of their uh, players, they're having really good nights in terms of scoring. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you. This team's just outscoring every team they play. Um, I mean, Steph Curry didn't even lead them in points this game. He did add 20 himself. But yeah, this whole team is really getting it together. I definitely like what I'm seeing from them. And then, uh, Mette, I'll just get to you on Houston. I guess, what are your overall thoughts on this team? Yeah, it's another rebuilding team out in the West. So, yeah, they're going to have a tough time. And they're definitely having a tough time right now. They're one and nine. Uh, I don't know. I feel like my thoughts are they're just a rebuilding team. Uh, nothing more, nothing less. And specifically talking about players, I guess, uh, Jay Shante, he's been great lately. Uh, the points are there. He's usually a great defensive guy, though. So, yeah, he brings energy and hustle to the team. And then for their main uh, rookie, Jalen Green, he's uh, got great potential. He's showing flashes, but uh, for for now, like he's having a lot of games where I see uh, he's got like 10 plus shots below or around like 30% field goal percentage. So yeah, I feel like the shot selection has to get better for him. And outside of that, he'll be good. Yeah, for sure. Stuff like shot selection takes time, you know, on their first season. They're still learning the ropes in the NBA. Definitely agree with all of that. He definitely needs to improve on those things. Um, And then just getting to the next game, uh, the L.A. Clippers beating the Charlotte Hornets uh, 120 to 106. Um, LaMelo Ball leads the Hornets with 21 points. Paul George has 20 to lead the Clippers. And then for rebounds, uh, Vika Zubac leads the Clippers with 11, while Terry Rozier had eight to lead the Hornets. Uh, Miles Bridges had six assists to lead the Hornets, while Paul George had eight to lead the Clippers. Um, Matt, I'll just go right back to you on the Clippers. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? And I guess, what do you think their ceiling is uh, this year without Kawhi? Yeah, so I think they're a decent team. Obviously, they're not as good without Kawhi. But yeah, I think they started like one and four. So for them to be five and four right now, I think they're on a four game win streak. So that's impressive for sure. And yeah, the Hornets, they're a pretty solid team. So it's a good win for them. Ceiling, I want to say 
they make like the second round max. That's what I can see. Uh, yeah, uh, like I said, it's going to be really tough for them, I think, without Kawhi. But right now it looks like Batum's their saving grace again. Uh, like in the playoffs, when they inserted him into the starting lineup, they started winning. And Batum returns from injury, they start winning. So, yeah, it looks like he's definitely a guy that plays a big part for the Clippers. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, especially when they go to small ball, they put him there at center. I mean, he's very flexible. You can play him at like three different positions. I've uh, been banging his drum for fantasy all year, uh, last year and this season. He's just been really solid overall. We'll definitely talk about him in a little bit. But yeah, I definitely agree with you. And then just speaking of the Hornets, um, Nate, I'll just get to you. And I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Um, I think they're a team that, uh, really successful rebuild right now. Um, Lamelo Ball has been really good pick for them. Um, Miles Bridges, he's um, developed into a really good scorer. We have Rosie uh, Gordon Hayward. They're both really solid. Um, Kelly Oubre, he's been having a good season as well. So, yeah, I feel like this is a team that um, they could kind of, I guess, be a, another sleeper team for the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. They're just on the outside looking in, but it is so early in the season. I mean, they definitely have a lot of time to sort of get things together. I definitely agree with you on that. And then we'll move, I guess, to Monday's slate. I think there's one final we can look at here so far. Um, it's the New York Knicks beating the Philadelphia 76ers 103-96. to Julius Randle, big game for him, 31 points. Um, Firkin, uh, Korkmaz had, led the 76ers with 19 points. Uh, Randall also had 12 rebounds to lead the Knicks. Well, Drummond had 25 rebounds to lead the 76ers. Big game for him. And then Kemba Walker, five assists to lead the Knicks. While Seth Curry had six to lead the 76ers. Um, Nate, I'll get to you on the Knicks. It's a big bounce back game for this team. Yeah, I think this was a much needed win against a pretty solid 76ers team. Um, I guess a notable thing would be Embiid um, wasn't playing, so I guess this was the perfect opportunity. Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, speaking of the 76ers, uh, no Embiid for them. Um, Mete, just what are your thoughts on this team? Um, you know, whether they can win without Embiid or I guess the state of this team. Yeah, it's going to be super tough for them to win without Embiid as we saw tonight. So, yeah, he's one of the best players in the league. They definitely need him. I know Drummond, he does a great job filling in for him, especially in this game, 25 rebounds. He's very impressive, but yeah, like I said, Embiid, he's one of the best players in the league, so definitely need him. Uh, also, not having Simmons and the distraction definitely doesn't help, so yeah, I feel like this is like a expected loss for them, but uh, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think Tobias Harris was out too. So they have oh, a yeah. lot of guys. Yeah, they have a lot of guys that are out right now. So definitely really tough for this team. Um, and then, yeah, you were talking about Drummond. Obviously, he can rebound just as well as Embiid, but the scoring is definitely not the same compared to what uh, Embiid can bring. And then uh, just looking at the scores of the game still going on Monday, it uh, looks like the Bulls are leading the Nets in the fourth quarter. Um, the, the Wolves are leading the Grizzlies in the fourth quarter. Um, the Mavericks are leading the Pelicans uh, in the third quarter. 
And then um, it looks like the Nuggets are leading the Heat in the second quarter in games that haven't started. Uh, Atlanta Hawks against Golden State Warriors, um, Phoenix Suns against the Sacramento Kings, and the Charlotte Hornets against the LA Lakers. And yeah, we won't be covering these games. So let's just move on to our fantasy pickups. Um, I guess, Mekti, I'll start with you. Uh, who's your guard pickup for the week? Yeah, so for guard, uh, I'm going with Patrick Beverly, point guard and shooting guard eligible for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And it's only 13% owned right now uh, for Yahoo. So should be available in a lot of leagues. And yeah, he's become a starter recently with the D'Lo injury. And I noticed today D'Lo's back. He's still in the lineup. So yeah, they like what they see out of him. Uh, two games ago, I think he was like a couple assists or rebounds shy of a triple double. So he's a guy who can get you defensive uh, stats, rebounds, assists, not the greatest scorer, but he can still make the three ball. So yeah, uh, for fantasy, he's very versatile. Yeah, for sure. And um, I guess getting to my guard pickup for the week, I have uh, Anferni uh, Simons for the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, he seems to be the sixth man there. Um, definitely um, getting the minutes for sure. Um, yeah, he's like one of those guys where he's got great stats uh, in terms of percentages. Uh, he can shoot threes. I think he even dropped like five in, in like multiple games. Um, he's gotten double digit points in every game this season, except for one. So he's just really solid. Um, he'll get some rebounds, some assists, and his turnover rate's pretty low. Some games he has no turnover. So a uh, really solid pickup. He's only around like what, 30% rostered. So definitely go check this guy out. Um, and then Nate, I'll get to you for your guard for the week. So I guess my guard for the week would be, um, Gary Payton, the second, um, the Warriors, they've been really um, hot right now, so I think I feel like as long as they're hot, then you should probably um, give him a look. I think he's had double digits in terms of scoring for his last game. He gets a lot of steals. Um, he gets an okay amount of assists. He gets an okay amount of rebounds. So yeah, yeah, for sure. And then um, getting to forwards now, Mete, I'll jump to you. Who's your forward for the week? Yeah, so for forward, I have Josh Hart on the New Orleans Pelicans. He's currently 36% rostered on Yahoo. So uh, he probably won't be in all leagues, but still below 50. So good chance he's there. And yeah, he's another starter. I think he recently came back from injury. So yeah, it was kind of like uh, confusing for me as to why he's only 36% owned. He's getting 30 plus minutes. Great scorer. Uh, he can rebound and assist as well. Solid defender. Yeah, I think he's a really good player. You should definitely pick him up if he's there for you. Yeah, for sure. And I guess you guys are not surprised. I do have Nick Batum here for my forward pickup for the week. I've been banging this guy's drum for multiple seasons now. He's just been really solid in terms of category coverage. He's pretty much been a top 100 Yahoo category player. Uh, in back-to-back -back seasons. I mean, he's scoring double digits in points now that he's getting the minutes. And um, yeah, he'll cover, what, threes for a uh, forward is really good. I think he had like six threes in one game. He's been crazy. 
um, rebounds. Um, he'll get steals and blocks for you, which is really solid. And his percentages definitely won't be hurting you. So, um, yeah, definitely go pick up Batum. He's barely under 50% rostered. So go pick him up now. Um, Nate, I'll get to you. Uh, who's your forward for the week? So I guess for the week, I guess you guys can pick up Cody Martin. I feel like for deep leagues especially, he's pretty uh, decent. He gets uh, pretty good category coverage, and um, he has some pretty high upside in terms of scoring. Yeah, for sure. And um, we'll move to centers now. Um, Mate, getting to who's your center pickup for the week? Well, for center, I have Thaddeus Young, power forward and center eligible. For the Spurs, 47% rostered, so... Yeah, just under 50. It's a good chance he might not be there, but if he is, definitely get him. The injury, or I think it was COVID, same thing, I guess, to Pirtle has allowed for Young to win minutes, and he's playing around like 20 minutes. Uh, Solid points, he gets like 10. And then what I really like is he gets rebounds for sure, as he's a big man, but yeah, he gets a good amount of assists as well. So, yeah, another versatile player who can cover a lot of categories for you. All right. And then my center pickup for the week is Hassan Whiteside. He plays power forward and center. Um, he's around 40% rostered in leagues. Um, I think uh, he's coming off of a double-double performance in only 14 minutes. So even in limited minutes, this guy's putting up points. He's putting up rebounds. Um, and he's putting up blocks. I think some games he had like two or three blocks, so really solid. Um, his percentages also won't be hurting you as they are very solid. So I think Whiteside is a guy, even though he's coming off the bench, he's definitely someone that needs to be owned in most leagues. Um, and then Nate getting to you, who's your center pickup for the week? So I guess for the week, I have um, Daniel Tice. He's um, eligible for both center and power forward, but um... He, he's been playing um, pretty hot right now. He's had double digits in points for two games so far. He's had um, decent category coverage for his last game. His percentages are pretty decent when he's having good shooting nights as well. And it looks like their um, schedule is pretty doable for the Rockets. So, yeah, it's an opportunity for him to, I guess, have good fantasy week. All right. And yeah, that's pretty much the end of our fantasy basketball pickups for the week. So yeah, let's just hop right into the Tuesday game slate. Um, let's take, take a look at these early spreads. Uh, we'll start with the first game, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks at the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, the spread right now is six points favoring the Bucks. Um, Nate, I'll start with you. Uh, do you like the Bucks here? Or do you like Philly? Um, I think, feel like we could probably go with Philly, even though Embiid is out, mainly because um, Chris Middleton is out. I feel like the Bucks could still win, but I feel like six is a little bit too big. It should be like maybe five or something. All right. And then uh, just getting to Mete, I guess, uh, which side are you on for this game? So the Bucks are favored or the six? Yeah, Bucks are favored by six. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, like you were saying during the preview, they're kind of banged up. So. Embiid might not play, but they might not have Middleton and Lopez. It's a tough call. I might have to go with the Sixers because there's like a lot of uncertainty right now. 
and they're at home, so they got the plus. Just I'd probably roll with them at this moment. Yeah, I think I'll probably go the same way. This should be a close game. Um, both teams hampered with injuries. Definitely could go either way. So, yeah, I will take the plus with the Sixers. Then moving to the next game, uh, it's the Atlanta Hawks against the Utah Jazz. Jazz are favored by seven and a half right now. I guess, Mete, getting to you first, which side are you on here? Yeah, I might have to go with the road team on this one. The Hawks, it's kind of surprising they're four and six right now. Yeah, I think uh, they need a rebound. And for them to cover this, they don't ha- even have to win. So I kind of like them here. All right. And Nate, getting to you, I guess, uh, which side are you on here? I guess I'll go with the Hawks as well, mainly because um, the Jazz have been a little cold. Um, the Hawks have um, really good shooting. So if the Jazz end up having like a cold streak, the Hawks could easily catch up. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Jazz here. I know uh, the Jazz didn't look too good in their last game, but they were on the road. They're back at home here. They've been a covering machine at home. Uh, I just think this is a perfect spot for like a get-right game for Utah. So I think I'm going to go with Utah on this one. Uh, And then the last game on the slate, um, it's the Portland Trailblazers at the LA Clippers. Uh, Clippers are favored by three points. Uh, Nate, I'll get to you. Which side are you on here? Um, I guess I'll go with the... Um, Clippers. I feel like it's kind of a toss-up, but um, Portland hasn't really been too consistent, so I'll go with the Clippers. And then Mete bouncing to you. Clippers are favored by three. Which side are you on here? Yeah, it's a hard one. Like Nate said, uh, Portland, they haven't been too impressive, honestly. So... Yeah, I might have to go with the Clippers as well. Uh, like I said for the preview, I think they were one and four. They're five and four now, so they must have gone on a win streak. And yeah, well, might as well ride the Clippers while they're hot. I was going to say that you said the Clippers are hot right now. So yeah, might as well just keep riding. They're at home as well. Uh, it seems to be a common theme when picking these spreads. I definitely like the home teams. So, yeah, I'm going to just pick the Clippers. Seem like the team that should be able to get it done. So I guess we'll have to see what happens there. And then, yeah, that's pretty much the end uh, for this big-time basketball episode. I guess, uh, Nate, I'll get to you first. Any last thoughts? Um, I guess this has kind of been – I guess this is kind of like the part of the season where there's uh, – quite a bit of injuries that you see on certain teams so um there could be some teams that kind of go on i guess cold streaks or multiple games just because they're missing their best players but when those guys come back those teams will most likely be in playoff contention yeah i was gonna say there have been a lot of injuries and yeah nba seems to be the type of league where teams go on long streaks uh, I've noticed compared to other sports. So, yeah, it's definitely an interesting thing to follow. But I guess, Mete, any last thoughts for you? Yeah, uh, last thoughts for the Eastern Conference this week. I'm really impressed with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're on a four-game win streak. And I also got to see them play as, yeah, I usually don't watch Cavaliers games, but they were playing the Raptors. So, yeah, they've been great. And then for the West, uh, I think the Clippers, they've been surprising. Uh, yeah, now I'm seeing they've won four in a row. Uh, so, 
yeah, for them to start that rough and pick it up, looks like the Batum factor is kicking in. So Clippers, uh, they're looking great right now. Yeah, I think they should be increasing Ibaka's minutes going forward as well. So definitely getting him back into that rotation. It's going to be really solid for that team. And then, yeah, that's going to be the end of this big time basketball episode. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at FanFanPodcast. We've been posting picks for every game for uh, NFL, NHL, and NBA. Uh, We've been doing really well. I think a lot of pages have been recommending us, so definitely go check that out. Um, Also for the podcast, check us out on YouTube for video. And then also audio podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you like, subscribe, share. Hit the bell for notifications on YouTube. Leave us a review, all that good stuff. And yeah, um, guys, an exciting week again of basketball. Uh, We definitely had a great weekend. Uh, And yeah, moving forward, the season's been looking great. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.